Starfield Raw. Hi everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow amazing, awesome hosts, because they're my best friends, so why not? And first off, is always, the one-armed bandit, Mr. Rook. What's up, everyone? Here on the East Coast, it or West Coast, yeah, uh, it is T-minus 10 minutes, uh, 10 hours, 45 minutes for game, for early release. I can't wait. Did we decide if we're going to release this episode tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. So you guys will be hearing this on Thursday. <laughs> kind of brought up and mentioning we have a group text that we do. But before I get into that mess, I'm going to, bre- I'm going to mention our, our third host. Definitely, you know, last but not least, Mr. Galactic Farmer Archon. Galactic Farmer. I like it. And then not too long, I will be Galactic Farming the crap out of that game. <laughs> Mucho crap. Yes, I cannot wait. I am so hyped. It is so, so close at at, at last. I, I've been following this game since it was announced years ago. And even before that, when I heard rumors of it. Yeah. And it's finally going to be here tomorrow. I mean, or today as they're listening. Yeah, we've been on air now for what? This will be our sixth episode now. So yeah. six weeks we've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And now, as this episode is going live, we can officially say it will be here today. And just as a reminder, everybody, this is going to be the first half of this week's epic, or quote-unquote, episode. Because we're going to be recording our first impressions of the game Sunday night, and we'll be releasing that Monday morning for you all. Don't worry, it'll be spoiler-free. Yeah, yeah, we're going to avoid all the spoilers. We're just going to get into basically like how we made our characters what we think and our impressions of the game early on. I am going to be playing the living snot out of this game. I have Friday to Friday off of work, and I'm going to be doing as much as I can in that game. So I'm going to be up all night Thursday. I may get like two hours of sleep before I have to go run a chore if on Friday. Well, I mean, technically you got Friday till the, the following Sunday because you don't Yeah, yeah that's Monday. right. Yeah, I don't have to go to work until that Monday. Yeah, that's a good 10-day stretch that you get to play. I'm gonna speaking get of making hours. characters, speaking of making characters, the poll is still up on Twitter. Don't forget to go in and get your votes in. You got a few more hours left. The poll closes at five o'clock Eastern time, so get your votes in while you can on what kind of character Archon's gonna play. So what's, far, what's we the all, leading vote. There's like six of them that are all tied with only two <laughs> votes. So you can be with the deciding factor. Yeah, I only have. There's only like less than 20 votes total so we need more votes because i mean if i just get stuck like that then i'm gonna have to pick something myself so wait yeah, i need your between, help six votes between three huh no there's like six different classes that all have like two votes each all right so roll a d6 if it stays that way right <laughs> i could do that bust out my sweet little led dice and let one fly Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple digest. little things to talk about today um, as we prepare for this this awesome game to be released. This is our last pre-release episode. Um, there's a couple things going around the news that have been a huge debate, mostly between Xbox fans versus PC or PlayStation fans and that huge debacle. We'll get into that. We also have like four different emails. Well, a Twitter, a Facebook post, and then a couple of uh, you know emails. But 
we're going to get into those and discuss those as well. So let's get into this. And the, I think the big topic right now is a debate that's been going on since a leak was made. <sighs> Plenty of those, and it, it irritates the crud out of me that people do that. They get this responsibility, a gift from Bethesda, to try the game early and write up a, um, an impression on it. But they have the embargo, they cannot say anything about it until a certain date, which is, I believe, tonight at midnight. Or tomorrow at midnight? Whatever. One of those. And so people leak it. And in, um, in the video, a character was running for about 10 minutes before a boundary reached message appeared on the screen. Open the map to explore another region or return to your ship, it said. Given the player the option to fast travel to their ship, open the planet map or close the message. Choosing to close the message would let the player continue for a few steps before hitting an invisible wall that halted progression. People are in an uproar about it, saying that they have been lied to, that Bethesda said that they can run endlessly on any planet. What do you guys think about it before we get into the responses? Uh, honestly, with the... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, after you, sir. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, like, the game is insanely massive. Obviously, there's going to be loading sections. Like, you're not going to just be able to endlessly explore forever without loading anything. Any game you play that's a game of this caliber and this size, you have to do some loading here or some loading there. And from the sounds of it, it's it's just a matter of you can only wander so far from your ship and then you have to take your ship a little further along the planet and then you can wander further. And I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense to me. It does, um, but people have been arguing or stating like, um no Man's Sky, where mm -hmm. it is endless and you can run around the planet entirely, but you got to keep in mind that that planet is one biome and maybe two or three animals on it. Yeah, it's not this scale. It's not huge. I mean, what do you think, Rook? Uh, I'm on the I'm in the camp with Archon. Um, it is such a huge game. I don't expect it to be able to load as fast if you were to continuously go, or had the same level of detail if you were to continuously run around the planet surface without it having the time to load a patch of the area so i think the boundary is um just for loading purposes um i had a thought over the week during this controversy and i was reading into it they only showed it on a planet they were exploring what if the boundary is as far as you can go with your suit yeah like a point of no return style thing I think yeah, like, um, you know too much further you run, you're gonna run out of air, so it just won't let you. Who knows? Yeah, uh, Darius Fears on Twitter or X, he actually put it. He actually quoted it very statistic, uh, succinctly. Is the word I'm looking for? He said that uh, to deny the boundary reach message is a persistent issue. You guys probably already saw this screenshot flung around and people saying you can't explore planets, but that 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 Bethesda lied. Guys, there is nothing stopping you from exploring the planet. It just may be a loading screen, or you may have to land at the next spot, a short loading or cut screen, to continue exploring the same planet. Again, uh, another one person agree with them. Um, Windows Central's uh, Jez Corden, he appeared to agree. He said, it's not accurate info, nor the full story. Can't say more than that, really. Wait for the review embargo to lift, he said on Twitter. The half-truths being spread are done in bad faith sometimes. 
I've read that in more places than one, and he's not the only reviewer that has a copy of the game that actually has been saying um, it's not the full story, and wait until we can talk about it. So there's yeah, a lot we, of reviewers are saying otherwise. A lot of this is just speculation anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, the full game, the full thing, doesn't come out until, I guess, later today. So it who is knows? A, it has a lot to do with the whole... Um, console wars bs i think that's all garbage console wars is just garbage if you're a gamer it's all about the game it's not about what runs the game yeah and i mean honestly there's no console war when it comes to starfield because playstation users don't get to play it so that's where they're they're, they're basically crying about it like oh it's going to be terrible because we can't play it uh my my whole take on this whole thing is it's people just like any game that has a leaked thing it's a very simple knee-jerk reaction they're they're just trying to find stuff to complain about yeah yeah it, it really is honestly if this game is even 90 percent of what it's hyped to be and what everybody says it's going to be and what everything we've researched about it and everything this game is going to be a serious game of the year competitor contender. So it's going to be great. Whether you have to load a little bit of the planet or not, the game is going to be phenomenal. And I'm there yeah. for the story. So and looking at the caliber of games coming out this year, that's not a small feat. Oh, I know. Yeah. Some of the games that have come out this year is just like, wow. Every time a new game comes out, I'm like, oh, that's going to be game of the year. Oh, that's going to be game of the year. Oh, wait, Starfield hasn't even released, and that's going to be insane. So I would hate to be the people who have to make that decision this year. (laughs) Oh, God, that's going to be horrible because there are so many good games. But no, this one, um, I think the boundary argument and the possibility of having to take off to go to another portion of the planet to explore kind of sort of solved our travel issue that we're talking about instead of running across the whole planet you can only go so far before you gotta bring your ship so you're close enough to air and stuff and i mean think about it this way like if you're bringing your ship along with you and you don't go too awful far then a you're not losing your ship b you don't have to run that much further to get back to your ship i mean there's i really don't think the whole 10 minutes thing is real I mean, look at these these cities. You got giant cities that are gonna take you way more than ten minutes to run around. Sure. I have I have a sneaking suspicion that when you're running around these giant cities, there's gonna be loading. Yeah, there's, me too. There will be there will be zones where you have to go from one area to the next. There has to be. It's it's just too detailed and too huge. Like this game would not be only 130 gigabytes if it was all one big massive zone. Uh, we'll see. We we will we will know finally today. Um, another big argument going around is about Metacritic of all freaking things. So for those of you who don't know, it's like a um, like a gathering of all the different critic scores into one score, and usually it's between one to one hundred. Um, and people have been arguing like crazy about it, and the game's not even out yet. There are no scores. And they're yeah. arguing about it. And any critics that have a score can't release their score yet until after the embargo lifts. So, like, we don't know. Yep. But yeah. 
I have I, a feeling it's going to be in the in the in the mid to high nineties. I would be shocked gonna, if it's not. It's going to be high, um, very very high. I would say, based on everything I've read and seen, this is just speculation based on what I've read and seen. I say it's probably going to be a 99 or one of the very rare 100s. It's definitely possible because the only complaint that I've seen really based on everything that I've come up with is A, the boundary debate, and B, you can't play it on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has anything else to really complain about. So, Yeah, people on PlayStation, the PlayStation fans are saying if it's not higher than a 90, then it's it's terrible and it's not worth it. Yet the majority of PlayStation exclusives that have come out in the last couple of years have all been below 90. And the fact mm-hmm. that the people who have got their hands on the game that aren't allowed to say anything about the game have all said that they've been losing a lot of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of lets me know the game's good. I saw a lot of I them. Was, if, Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, like, if I was playing a game and reviewing it and it wasn't that good, my sleep wouldn't suffer. That's for sure. And a lot of them are saying, like, oh, I've been playing 50 or 60 hours already on the game, and I can't wait to release this this review for you guys. Like, <laughs> geez. And they've, they've had it for two weeks, and that's what they do for a living. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't do that for a living yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> you caught up on my yet. <laughs> yep. I think we're all hoping the same thing. That's why. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Rook just put something in the notes. What's, what's going on, man? So I heard something earlier today when I was sitting at work, just surfing the internet, bored like I shouldn't be doing. And um, there's already uh, performance release uh, releases for, not performance release, but patch release notes for day one early access patches. Uh, It looks like they're fixing a lot of stuff that they noticed during all these reviews and whatnot. So a lot of it looks like it's coming out on uh for the xbox series series x Mm. or series s and x um some crash for some rare crashes stuff like that so be advised if you're doing the early play there will be a patch already downloading it's gonna be about 15 gigabytes so that's hefty that's a lot of fixes oh yeah i'm reading them right now there's performance and stability fixes there's four of them listed there's six visual fixes, gameplay fixes, about six or seven of those, and some quest fixes. Well, um, there are a lot of there are a lot of rare and unlikely stuff in here, but they'd rather attack it now and not have it happen, and then start hearing a lot of complaints. Yeah, which when is have, smart. When you have a couple hundred people with their hands on the game, they're rare. When you have a couple hundred thousand people with their hands on the game, it doesn't seem so rare anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah. You also got to think there's a lot of game testers out there that they use that run the game to the first crash and all or first bug and all this. And they're not finding these that often. So uh, like one, they fixed a rare crash that would occur when viewing the credits after completing the game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Nope, nope, nope. I'm canceling my uh, my pre-order right now. (laughs) I know. Especially since they said it could take like hundreds of hours to, to to complete the game you're telling me somebody's already completed it in their two-week playthrough well somebody has to play it through the end of the the quests and stuff to verify the there aren't major major bugs <laughs> how do you kill that which has no life 
<laughs> Give them a game that they can die endlessly in. <laughs> All right, so yeah. yeah, I thought there was already like a, a, a patch that came out for the PC too, because I had another, I had an update. It was an update. That yeah, might have I been for the one for the ago. PC. Uh, yeah, I did. Thanks I, for reminding mine, me. Mine auto downloaded something like a couple days ago. I have one more thing to mention. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this has nothing to do with the patch. On Twitter, uh, Beth messaged us in chat again, and she goes, uh, it's apparently a blue moon tonight on the eve of uh, Starfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that. It's like supposed to be the biggest and most spectacular moon this year. You know what they say, great games only come out once in a blue moon. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so here we go. It's a blue moon, so. Speaking of that. That sounds, that sounds like a good omen. <laughs> I know, right? right? <laughs> Speaking of Beth, she actually um, messaged us late last night with a good question, and I thought I'd put it in the show, so I think it could help more people. Anyone want to read this? Sure, since I'm already in the thing. Uh, Beth asks... She subscribed to uh, a program called Shadow PC to help her run Baldur's Gate on her basic desktop. She asked, do we think Shadow PC will be able to run Starfield from Game Pass, which she bought the upgrade for early access, or should she just bite the bullet and upgrade to the Xbox, upgrade the Xbox right away? Didn't she say she was running the Shadow PC from a Steam Deck or something like that? Well, she says she had a Steam Deck. Oh, I thought that's what she said. She was running the Shadow PC for all. I mean, I bought, I bought a Steam Deck last September and have been running it docked playing PC mode. Yeah. That's, e that's either way, um, it's not recommended to use Shadow PC. Seeing how big this game is, you could definitely, most likely, will see a big slowdown, a noticeable slowdown in the game. Yeah, so I already, well, already recommended yeah. to her when you get a chance, get the Xbox. Yeah, I think I, I mean uh, from everything I've I've seen, I, I've never played a Steam Deck myself, but from what I've heard of them, they are pretty powerful. Um, but this game is kind of next level. I mean, if it, they're saying they're gonna have to cap the the frames per second on an Xbox Series X, I seriously doubt a Steam Deck has the processing power of a Series X. Interesting is I just remember this. Um, someone asked Todd Howard about Steam Deck a while ago. If it would be able to be, if, you, if we could play Starfield on Steam Deck, and he said, "Well, we're thinking about it." Interesting. Well, over after they make Microsoft happy, it wouldn't hurt for them to branch out as as a business to branch out to other gaming platforms, at, with Switch being the harder one to uh, oh, port to. I, I don't know if they will because isn't isn't uh, yeah, it is Microsoft Xbox exclusive. Yeah, it's Xbox exclusive because Microsoft is Bethesda's parent company now. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, business decision after they make Microsoft happy, Microsoft mm -hmm. will probably uh, let them go out to the other platforms. Yeah, that's the hope. And a lot of people are hoping for that, too. It's possible. Yeah, I know. It would, make horrible, it would make horrible uh, business sense not to. Yeah. And then Depending if they really can. Then there'd really be a console where everybody would be like, why is my Xbox capped at 30 frames per second, but on PlayStation they can play it at 60? <laughs> oh, no, I got a feeling they would cap it at 30 if they go to PlayStation. Just because the system, the uh, Bethesda is owned by Microsoft. 
Yeah, I'm. See, I'm a, I'm a PlayStation guy, so I'm always gonna lean toward the PlayStation's the better console. But if it does come to PlayStation, then I will definitely check it out. But otherwise, I, gotta, I have a gaming PC for this purpose. Me. Yep, me too. I always <laughs> recommend the gaming PC above all else. Master Race. Yeah. I got my gaming PC and my gaming laptop for when I'm not home. That way, I can play it wherever I am. Back in the day, PCs were the way to go, but consoles these days, it's cheaper to buy a console that can run a game than having to figure out what you need to upgrade on your PC to be able to run some of these games. Yeah, that's valid, but still, I mean, <laughs> the power of the PC is not underestimated. Don't uh, underestimate my power. The power. Archon, what do you got going on? Uh, well, I actually am, as, as I've mentioned before, I'm a part of a couple different Facebook groups regarding Starfield, um, namely the uh, Starfield Xbox community and the Starfield Bethesda. Um, but I got a listener mes- messaged me on the, the Xbox community. Um, a listener by the name of Ricky brought up a pretty good point. He said, how do third-party apps and podcasts like this one affect or not affect personal gameplay for people i have personal experience in this so i'm gonna go last my answer is it gives me a good point of view on as a player it gives me a point of view of what i can expect or um what other people think of the game it doesn't necessarily affect whether or not i will play the game or how i will play the game See, for me, it does to an extent. Um, Like, if I see something or hear something really cool on a podcast that somebody's did on a game or something like that, I I might try and recreate it, or I might try and, you know, go down that path. Or maybe, like, sometimes I'll hear about some things, like, like, I'll use Diablo 4 as an example, because that's a game I did play a lot when it launched before they killed the game. But, uh... I would look up a lot of builds and things like that. People would post builds online or there'd be like videos on YouTube or, or, or different podcasts or stuff. People talking about like stronger builds and stuff like that. And I would try and model my build. I, I always modified it a little because I don't play the same style as everybody, but I would try and my model my builds similar so that I could get the same results. So, I mean, it does affect my personal gameplay some. Okay. Let me rephrase my statement. I will look up stuff after I'm playing the game if I want an idea of how to do a build, but I won't let it dictate whether I'm going to initially play a game. Um, But uh, as I've said, said multiple times, I'm about lore and I'm about the story. And if the story, um, if a reviewer says the story is not that good, but the gameplay looks awesome, I may still give the game a shot because the gameplay looks awesome. But it might be one of those, I go and wait a little bit, get a used copy from my GameStop and then try it. Or I go and wait for it to go on sale on Steam and then try it. Oh yeah, I'm the same way. Like, especially like with movies, things like that. When, like if I look up a Rotten Tomato score or something on a movie and it says that it was like a 40%, I'm like, that doesn't mean I'm not gonna go see the movie. Because some people are just like, unnecessarily picky about things that I'm not really and and I tend to <laughs> like movies that even people a lot of people that are friends of mine will tell me oh that movie was garbage and I'll go watch it I'll be like what were you talking about that movie was good 
a lot of people enjoyed every minute of it. A lot of people said the last Power Ranger movie was horrible. Oh, I love it wasn't that, that good. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that Power movie. Ranger movie. Dude, it was really. Where were really, you? And a couple of years ago, dude, Avoiding it was really it, campy, but it was re- it was good. It had, I mean, it had some like lesser known actors. Okay. Yeah, it's actually sure. It's actually not horrible. I would, I would say, watch it, Joe, just so you can enjoy it. I mean, uh, if sure. you have any nostalgia for Power Rangers, it's worth no, watch. I never liked them. Oh, well, oh then, then we can't be friends anymore. Yeah, there's, no, there's no reason to watch the movie then back to this this point here um when i did a, a show about skyrim what we discovered throughout the uh the year and a half we did the show is that it was primarily a way for people to feel like they belong to a community not just feel but actually belong to a community of players who are just as passionate about this game as they are yeah, they absolutely love listening to what we were doing in the game. They like to emulate us, try to beat our records, what we did, just like you were saying, Archon. But it was mostly about the community yeah. environment. They got to say their piece in it. They got to hear what we had to say about it. And that's where the biggest effect comes from. If you can relate to these people, like your favorite podcast, your favorite YouTube channel, it just it adds more a, a, a different dimension to the game. And- yeah, it kind of helps with the immersion, like because yeah. you're not the only one in. Like, even though it's a single player game, you're not. One thing I'm really uh, hoping this podcast becomes is something like what you were just talking about, Widget. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the goal we were talking about early on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't wait to start talking about my playthrough. Oh, I can't wait. Well, once, I will be thing- doing videos uh, once I get set up. I'll be doing weekly runs on YouTube with my runs, and if y'all post that'll be awesome one thing that i did also notice as far as that question goes is that gameplay is not so when people talk about things in youtube videos and podcasts and things like that keep in mind that you're not only influencing the other gamers because the devs and things like that you may not think about it but they're hearing it and they're seeing it as well and i noticed that a lot especially with diablo 4 anytime somebody would be like oh we found this super cool farm spot the next day it was nerfed <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it's like some things yeah but the difference is this is a single player game versus that's true. diablo which is multiplayer that is yeah. true I mean, this was, I, I was just answering the question, not necessarily directed yeah. towards Starfield, just like as a whole in general. Yeah, as a whole. Well, you did. Um, I see your second bullet point. I completely forgot about this and it's a really good thing. Oh, yeah. About uh, the comment Pete Hines made in his recent interview, which also created a huge uproar. Yeah, it created a massive uproar. But then he redacted. Oh, well, we'll get into it. Basically, Pete Hines made a comment in a recent interview that the real game of Starfield takes place after you beat the main story quest. <laughs> if you read more into the interview, if you take that that statement out of context, everybody's like, what? But if you read more into it later on, he did redact that statement um, a little bit, and he said it opens up a lot more once you get really far into the main story. So, like, as you're getting further into the story, the world opens up more, and there's way, there's, like, a way lot more you can do, yeah. Do obviously if you when you first start off you're probably going to be like on one planet exploring it and as you get further and start exploring more of the galaxy the more it opens up the more you're going to have to do i guarantee you we're going to be locked in the main story for a little while because it's setting up the stage for the game and after we join consolations probably when it's going to start to open up and as soon as they start giving you your trade skills 
There goes my like, there as goes the Argon. As, as soon as you get your first ship, I got a feeling I'm gonna leave and never look back. And the ADD is gonna kick in, and I'm gonna be looking at ways to oh. to add parts to my ship, get better ships, and go build my bases. How many bases oh, yeah. can I pull off in this week? What designs can I do? Wait, you post you you post a picture one of these days. That's going to be a planet of nothing but one base. <laughs> oh yeah, hang on Twitter. I'm going to be posting a lot of pictures of my bases and ships in Twitter <laughs> or X. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be posting things as well, and 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 ah, oh, this this is going to be so much fun. We have a lot to talk about. I guarantee you on this point five episode, and then next week's full episode, episode seven. Woo, we're going to start getting into our real playthroughs. That's going to be a blast. Well, we have um, two more emails. When you guys want to take one of them? Somebody get to the one from Luke, because I got some things to say on this one. All right, we'll start with the one from Luke Hancock again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm serious. That's what the notes say. He put in parentheses again. I put All that right. in there, because it's like his third I know, or fourth that's appearance. what you said. That's great. <laughs> All right, he goes, yes, love it. Uh, love the interaction, actually. Uh, he goes, hey, guys, it's finally here. With all the awesome collaborations Bethesda has, has been doing with Starfield, like the private label gear, murals in capital oh. cities, and trams decked out to promote the game, which piece of marketing has been your favorite? Also, and we will get to the rest in the discussion. Because the funny thing is, Archon and I are both big fans of this particular group. That did something special about a particular game that we're big fans of as well. Yes. All right. Let's get to um, marketing. I the the gear they released in the uh, Constellation Edition that I wasn't able to get because it sold out within hours of oh, them I releasing that watch. it. I wanted the watch too. Able to find <laughs> it on eBay. But as I'm super jealous. Um, there's this YouTuber that got early um, got the preview copy and they then sent her and she was all over Twitter about it. I'm the luckiest person in the world. They sent her a Starfield jacket along oh. with the controller and Ooh. something else that we really wanted, the headset. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I think I would be in tears for the first time since my son was born. I wish they would release a mouse and keyboard. Dude, like, I don't run controllers. <laughs> oh, that I, actually yeah. would be sweet. I would buy that. I need a new sure. mouse. So that would work out. Bethesda, make a mouse and keyboard and you'll sell out quick. Oh, very soon. <laughs> oh, I need to buy one, like, now. <laughs> My favorite mouse that I've ever had in a video game was um, when Cataclysm came out for World of Warcraft. They came out, Steel Series came out with this mouse that was like, I have pretty big hands. And it was like a big mouse. Like, it fit my hand so nice. And, oh, I love that. If they collaborated with Razer, which is my favorite brand. Oh, yeah. My favorite brand is not Razer. Steel Series makes some really good mice. I like Corsair's mouse. I'm running Corsair mouse and keyboard and gaming chair, and they're actually uh, quite good. Corsair's not bad. They're actually in the top three for sure. I'm using a Corsair right now. It's actually, just, it's all about personal mouse. preference. I just like the responsiveness and the feel of a Razer. I have a Razer keyboard and a Corsair mouse. <laughs> I used to have that setup. I used to actually have a Razer Naga, the little handboard 
off to the side a razor yeah. keyboard and a razor mouse and a razor headset and then one day i for some reason went with corsair and i've been with them since funny thing is i have a corsair headset that i use for podcasting but i have a razor mouse and, and keyboard See, I got the Razer keyboard, the Corsair mouse, and I'm using a Steel Series headset. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm 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 so Corsair that the only non-peripheral that I'm using is this um, mic. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, her microphone. The Quadcast, the HyperX Quadcast, and my uh, and my um, uh, RAM in my computer is Corsair. Oh, they make good RAM. Okay, let's let's get get to the rest of this email. Yeah. All right. So the rest of this, the rest of this question was as of this writing. uh, As no, 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 uh, no. that's what that's what we're still talking about. Yeah. No, I'm saying, I'm saying his email says as of writing in a few hours. Imagine Dragons is about to release something Starfield, which is already released, Starfield related. That'll probably be mine. Outside of that, those anime shorts are it so far you just stole mine and joe's thunder <laughs> yes i did thunder. but y'all can talk about it because this is your band not mine unintended i'm a so, huge <laughs> imagine dragons fan and when i i was up late last night because i couldn't sleep i was on twitter and i saw that um bethesda announced that in a few hours imagine dragons is going to release something special related to starfield as soon as I got up this morning, I was on X, I was looking, and I found it right away. Oh, it is so good. It is so good. Did you say the name of it yet? Well, um, it's, it's I listened to it. Children of the Sky. Children I'm not... of the Sky. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it is a song based off of Starfield, and it has music from the actual game tied in throughout the entire song. And the, the video for the song on YouTube is just gameplay, just all kinds of gameplay, scenes that I've never seen before that just... Yeah, it's, oh. it, it's in my top three favorite Imagine Dragons songs, up there oh. with uh, Thunder and, and Machine. It, it is good. It is a good song. Now, th- this is coming from two really big Imagine Dragons fans. <laughs> yeah. I only like one of their songs, and that's because Pentatonix did it. However, I gotta say, this was a really good song. I would listen to this song multiple times. And I probably will because it brings in the feels. If, if you haven't watched the video and given it a listen, so, yet, to, it, to, it is worth yeah. the time. And to an- it gets you <laughs> so hyped for the game. To answer your question, Luke, yes, Imagine Dragons is by far the best thing they have done to promote the game. Even though they didn't really promote it, it was Imagine Dragons' idea. I mean, I it's think still it promoting the game, the game pretty yeah. good because there's a lot of gameplay in that. And it ends with the Starfield logo and everything. So I think it's a promotion. Yeah, I, I think they were collaboration with, with Starfield for sure. <laughs> uh, ben, there's the rest of this question. Yeah, go um, And if you haven't seen it yet, Stephen Ford from Cayman Rider and Teen Wolf, the guy who also made the very, very good Ghost of Tsunami short film, is working on something as well. I'm wondering what he's working on. Yeah, I haven't heard of anything about this, and I have no idea who that is, and I am completely lost. Oh, everybody should know Teen Wolf. Oh, and 
Ghost of Shunami uh, or Shuami was a very, very, very good game. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the the short film. Like I, I don't. I've never that. seen. I've never seen the film, but the game was phenomenal. Like it was very good. So if they're teaming up with him, there's there's a reason. I butchered that when I said it. It is Ghost of Shuami. I said Ghost of Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna argue with you. <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't heard anything of it, but um, if it's as good as the very, very good Ghost of Shuami short film, then it would be interesting, especially if it's live action. Yeah, I, that live action trailer they released was pretty good, too. I mm-hmm. mean, it's this this kind of rings of anime to me. It was it probably like will be. The, 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 the live action trailer was like I watched it and I was like oh yeah that looks cool but the Imagine Dragons song with the gameplay footage yeah. that got me hyped I was so hyped after one that, you could ask these guys that's the first thing I said was oh that got me so hyped <laughs> that was literally so, the first words out of his mouth when I unmute undeafened myself <laughs> on <yeah>. uh, discord <laughs> as we were prepping yeah. for the show today yeah it was it was it was good. And we got one it. final email tonight, and that was from Mailman Dave. He said, uh, "Hey guys, just found the pod. Love it. Keep up the good work. We are trying our best, sir." A little off topic, but I was wondering if you guys enjoy the Outer Worlds, and wondered if you think perhaps any of these new cool features in Starfield might take might make their way over to Outer Worlds too. I know that game was announced, but I have no idea what stage it is currently. Also, I completely agree with Archon. I love crafting, and we'll also spend an extra thousand hours just crafting in Starfield. Thank you for your time. It's our absolute pleasure there, Mailman Dave. Yeah, thank you for the time of taking the... So, the question I have to... Yeah, it's nice that these people are taking their time to email us. Um, So, my question is, who all here besides me has played Outer Worlds? Nope. I have not, but because of the email, (laughs) I I watched a few videos on it. It looks, it looks good. It looks fun. Um, I only saw videos on Outer Worlds, Outer World Two, and it, it, it looks pretty decent. But it's it's not bad for what it is. I I enjoyed it. Um, it is. It reminds me of uh, Fallout New Vegas in many ways. Um, <laughs> It's also based on corporations owning certain colonies and stuff like that. So me, in my opinion, because I've played Outer Worlds, uh, I don't know if Obsidian really will take too much from Starfield unless they make it more open world than it was. It was uh, open world, but you're limited on where you could go. It was a smaller map when you left the town. It wasn't like what Starfield's doing where you can just run across the entire planet or fly to other locations on a planet and explore the entire planet. Um, Plus, it kind of depends on whether or not the developers are fans of Firefly or not. <laughs> uh, when it comes to that, I it, it felt fairly Firefly-ish, but not so much. Um, it really depends upon if Bethesda wants to work with Obsidian and give them the rights to use some of the stuff they may have come up with and may have copyrighted, oh, it, ultimately. It, you know, um, copying over, not direct copying, but copying ideas and systems. 
is a time-honored tradition in gaming. Someone comes up with some cool idea and other games go after it. Yeah, it's flattery. Yeah. But not every game actually wants to copy the next AAA title that's releasing that's really huge either. No, huh? Uh, it's a have you, don't ever heard of a, have you ever heard of a little-known game that not many people have have heard of called World of Warcraft? Every <laughs> every time every time they come out with a good like like add-on for the game, and people download the crap out of it, suddenly it becomes a main feature of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But same, see, same situation. They like to copy other people's work, and <laughs> but does it do the same thing with um, Skyrim? Like their last mm-hmm. edition they did was actually included several. Uh, mod created user mod create created um, features of the game yeah. with their permission yeah. and Bethesda actually paid them for it if only they would uh, add in a mod created multiplayer mode <clears throat> <clears throat> multiplayer they're really <clears throat> uh, that would be nice all of a sudden the patch we find out wasn't what the patch note said that was it was a multiplayer edition it's a multiplayer <laughs> edition. I mean, even if they just let you like join games with your friend yeah, I said well, it before like, I mean I'm fine with it being single player well because it's going to give us more content and if they spent the time to make it multiplayer we for one we may not have been playing it as of today and two it may have taken away from some of the experience of the game. I want it all, dang it. Is it too much to ask to just have everything? No. I want everything, too. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't want my cake and to eat it, too. I want, I want, I want the whole, the whole factory, cake-making factory. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, reminds, it reminds me of that, uh, that old classic song, you can't always get what you want. Unless you're fans of Bioware and overload Bioware with a bunch of emails till they change the ending of their game. <laughs> or if you're good at modding and then you can get what you want. Right. In the game. Unfortunately, I've never been into modding, so. Um, one of the last things I want to bring up for the show is that Bethesda did announce that they're going to be doing a pre-launch party on their Discord. For Constellation members, it's becoming those that'll be starting 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern. It looks like there's roughly 3,000 people attending, so that should be a very chaotic Discord chat. And then listen to the show, oh, and there'll God. be 4,000. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> where did all these people come from? Well, uh, Starfield Raw released their video, and more people want to go to it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So the next time you will be hearing from us will be episode 6.5, which we will, be, we will be recording ourselves Sunday night and we'll be releasing Monday morning for you. And I can't wait for that episode. It's going to be the first episode where we are hands on with this game. It's beyond exciting. And if it's you want to follow yeah, what? So it's just our first impressions of the game. Once yeah. again, no spoilers. So don't worry. It's going to be gonna... spoiler free. Just impressions of the game and you know, our experience so far. Yeah, we're going to get into our actual playthroughs more in depth on episode seven. Uh, if you guys want to send us any kind of emails, questions, comments, anything you want, send it in to starfieldraw at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at starfieldraw or X, we even call it. Where can they reach us on Facebook, guys? Hey!
Facebook at Starfield Raw. I have a page that we all use. Every one of us sees it on a regular basis. And uh, most of us are pretty quick at replying if you send us a message on there. Yeah. Um, I got back to uh, Beth at like 2.30 in the morning last night, but that was on X. Yeah. Yeah. And Facebook page makes Rook so excited that his voice gets really high when he talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> My voice Make sure really you follow high. us there. <laughs> you can follow me individually. Uh, if for some reason you are crazy enough to do that, at the widget, T H E W I G I T. You can follow me at Rook213. And you can follow me at the Archon. 606. Thanks for also, listening. Don't, oh, go ahead. Just say also don't forget to give us uh, a good review on on all the major podcasting sites. It really helps us out a lot. It helps us a ton to get more uh, noticed. Yep, so just you know, take a second and drop that review in and help us out and then we can keep doing this for even longer. Thanks for listening everybody, and we can't wait to talk to you guys again very soon and have a fantastic week. Enjoy the game. B minus 11 hours at the time of this recording. Yes. Have a good week, everybody.